was the interesting thing because Mars, I'd say, I'd say Mars sometimes starts recording before he tells me. <laughs> That's okay. We, we've had a discussion about that. But I know, like, because we just disconnected on Skype and he went to the toilet. We've reconnected. I can tell instantly, instantly, that, my, that the recording's still going because the the way that Miles sounds. <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 is and it's not like he doesn't go hey, 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 but it's like between that and his normal <laughs> somewhere between those yeah, two sorry. I can just tell instantly what you know you're doing, doing, right? you doing mate so I don't even hide it though that... <laughs> no you do you do hide it you try it I try, um, try my best but me trying is like showing that I'm not trying <laughs> I know but you that's the thing a lot of that's the thing a lot of people who try very hard to make, let's say, to make people like to make them, friends. Not, to make yeah, to make friends, to make people like them. They, they, one of the things they try hardest to do is to act as if they're not trying hard. And the yeah, people genuinely, and and they end up sort of, you know, like reeking of trying hard because it's so obvious. Whereas yeah. a lot of people, if, if you don't try, you anyway. Right. That's just a little bit, a bit of life advice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah so oh there was because i i wanted to, you were just you just went to the toilet i was just about to say one one thing i did like this is just a little point that i i it's not even about this show particularly obviously the podcasts that they did um are nowhere near as good but there are some really funny moments in them and this show did remind me of probably my favorite ever podcast moment out of all of them out of all of the hundreds of hours dozens of hours he says he's talking about the evolution of is the evolution of the toad talk in this episode they're talking he's talking he's trying to explain to carl about the evolution of the toad and it just reminded me of like um carl's line when he's in the podcast he's explaining to him about the evolution of the slug and he's like a slug is as evolved as us and he goes, Carl goes, it can't be. And Ricky goes, it is. It's as evolved as a slug has got it right. And Carl goes, well, what was it like before it got it right? Which is just a great line. I just, I love that line. So it's such a fun, it's such a, it's such a witty line. It's really like, annoying it's, that about Ricky, though. Why, why did he take it upon himself to? He was funnier when he, when he pretended that he didn't know anything. You know, not, actually... not, not when he didn't pretend that he didn't know anything. He was always like an arrogant. But but it was the fact that now he's like he 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 weighs himself as an academic. He he shows that like if if that was me, I would never pretend to know. I would never get into any conversation where I was out of my depth. I would never pretend to know anything more than what I did already. And and I feel like Ricky's just you know he's. I feel like he's out of his depth most of the time and, and you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't sell that version of yourself. And I know we're probably bringing up old turf that we've what we've done before on the show, but it's, it's that same thing of like, I think that's a good lesson in life generally to just like, not to, not to do, I don't know, not to oversell yourself, I suppose, because, 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 you know, when you're innocent, when you don't try at all, you are more fun and you are better company. And and in day, these are the, you know these are the times when people are going to want to spend time with you. You know, 
I dis I disagree slightly. I mean, I, I, I know what you mean, and I kind of agree with the main point, but I would, I'd say a couple of things. So firstly, it is, it is fair to say, right, that Ricky is a very, in, he does know what he's talking about. Not always, um, but he, when he Lowry. talks... Yeah, we really hate the Larry. That is not an example of where Ricky knows what he's talking about. That's a subjective thing, Art, anyway. But let's say, like, even back then, even in the period where we like Ricky, where which is this, what we're doing now, he yeah. does... <laughs> he, he does... He does. He, well, Gary, he, Gary, Gary's got this lovely thing where he's got this lovely little smile that he does when I go. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's just, it's just, it's, 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 it's that thing where you know when someone's tickling you and you're laughing but you hate it. It's like you're laughing but get off me. I hate, but I'm also laughing. I'm also endorphins are being released. It's a funny thing. I'm happy, but I hate it. It's that. So, anyway, anyway, um. So, um, Rick, it's it, look, it, you can't just say Ricky's out of his depth all these times. When Ricky's, no, expl- I'm not saying he's out of his depth, I'm just well, like, you did, uh, you, I, I, you, that's what that's what you said. So, um, so one, I would say Ricky is quite a wise person and he is well educated, he knows what he's talking about usually, but he does display that kind of it. it I would say it works now, as in when I say now, I mean the now that we're doing the podcast in. So I would say it works during this three or four years or two or three years. It works because because you've got a foil of Carl, it works for him to like if it was just him and Steve and he was kind of explaining refrigeration and explaining these concepts like theoretic, like it, it. it would come across as more arrogant and even wouldn't even he wouldn't even get away with it back then and he gets away with being arrogant a lot because he does it but he's doing it in a funny way with Carl even even though as a byproduct of that he absolutely arrogantly very arrogantly wants to get it out there so I agree with you he is being arrogant and he loves he loves people to know what he knows about and that's Ricky now like all, all the time like but he even back in these days, he loved people to know that he was intelligent and knew stuff. But that's well, what I mean. Like, I've, I've never felt, I, I guess that's a problem wait, that wait, I've wait, got. Let me just, let me just, he oh. loved people to know he's intelligent and knowledgeable, but he kind of, it, it was funny enough, or it was, it was, even when he does it and it's not to be funny and it's not outwardly something you laugh at, it's, it fits within the narrative of this show enough such that apart from the Lowry stuff and and a couple of other little bits, mm. it actually, for me, it doesn't like make me think badly of him because it's it, it works so well. It fits in with the narrative. Carl is so thick, even though he's not thick. Rick is so intelligent, even though he's not really intelligent. He's quite intelligent, but not. So it kind of fits for Ricky to play that, play the role of teacher there. So, I kind of I slightly disagree with you, but I know what you mean in that, um, you know, I I do see it as arrogant. I just think that he's not particularly out of his depth. Like he if if he was amongst people who knew about refrigeration, I bet he doesn't know very much. But amongst people who don't know anything about it, he he comes across as intelligent. 
Okay. <laughs> well, we'll, re- re- well, respond. No, I agree or disagree. You can disagree. I happily disagree with you, but I also agree with you where I agree with you. No, no, I, I, I think I, don't, I don't know. I, I've got. I think he's he's a very hard person to um make judgments on on at this part of his career because uh, I, I think he's easy to make judgments on. I think it's easy to judge him in a way. No, no, no. But easy, easy in respect that no. But but what I mean is, everyone is a, is allowed to change, and everyone is is allowed to. I I just wish. I I think he's just underselling himself now. I think he was better back then. Well, he. Uh, well, and I, I think I... it's a testament to how money and success can change you. And, and all of his, the fact that he detests fame and he writes about fame and he likes all this stuff. The, the, the truth of the matter is, you know, fame has changed him for the worse. So for think, all of I this shit think... that he talks about where we're slagging off people who, you know, sell out and stuff, you know, Ricky's just as bad. I know, of course. But I wouldn't say, I don't think fame changed him because he much lower than he is now i know but he ha- was pretty famous he was famous enough during this podcast for people for homeless people to recognize him and i totally believe that story and carl was there anyway it wasn't like something he was making up so he he was very famous it's not fame that changed him something changed him and this this actually this is where it's difficult to make judgments on because it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is what it was but something shifted him from um, kind of wanting to make, wanting to be funny, to wanting to be um, revered and almost like like revered as a as a cultural icon rather than a yeah. comedic icon. Something shifted, so he 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 was a comedic icon. And but it's like oh he's like oh I don't want no no he he'd rather be seen as clever he'd rather be respected but in the off in the podcast days he didn't want to be respected he just wanted to be he just wanted to be funny there's very small amounts of time in the podcast so it does show like so it's not like he's a completely different person because we see these little bits in the podcast and he gets away with them but the Lowry stuff for example he he always has wanted to be respected but before being a comedian was absolutely number making people laugh the show it's all self-deprecating what does he do now that's self-deprecating all right he might say the odd thing in an interview or two but that's that's, on that's the I mean. he never he never does that now and i was watching like some old you know award sweet uh, speeches that he's done and they were really funny Oh like, yeah, so funny, and you're just like are, you wish him to go are, back and do that. We are proudest of my writing. Is is yeah, that exactly. That's that. classic. But but yeah, that's when the, what, that's when the comedy awards were an actual thing on ITV. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, and and the other thing that I I think after this point we'll we'll get off because we kind of we we. We, 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 in some respect, we're covering old ground, but it is still we're adding new things because we didn't say all this before. But I'm just conscious. You get a lot of criticism for that, though, I'm Gary. Just just bear I'm that in con- mind, mate. I'm, I'm conscious that that person emailed in and said you always say things two or three times. I, the same s- thing. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but um, 
but okay yes this was it all right so the point I was gonna, <laughs> and i miles had just cut a bit out there that's where i was just had my head up in the air for about 35 seconds just trying to remember what i was going to say um oh. um yeah 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 good one you you're like four years old um <laughs> ricky the 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 thing that really annoys me more than anything is how much of a hypocrite ricky is and i hate hypocrisy and he'll stand up at those at the golden globes and say not joking it might be part of a larger joke but this is a serious point that he's making you think all you celebrities out there you think you can comment on politics uh, on uh yeah politics and culture you you can't basically you know he says it in you know a way that he thinks is funny he's less funny that's that's an annoying thing but this is i can't forgive he to be fair to him, he doesn't comment on politics ever. I've never heard him comment real seriously on politics. But he is a huge commenter on culture. That is so such a hypocrite. And he hates people standing up at award shows and thanking their God, right? I don't believe in God. Yeah. So are you just are you listening? Or are you, yeah, I am. But you're just pinching your lip with some scissors. Okay. So anyway. I've started big and cut that bit out. Um, so he he stands up. He hates uh, celebrities thanking their God. He is as outwardly um, and as as he is. He I don't know what the right word is, but he's so I'm atheist as well, and I'm sympathetic to the view that celebrities shouldn't comment on politics or culture. But he is a hypocrite because he comments on culture and he is as fervent atheist as they are religious people. So he's it's kind of it's become like shoving it down your throat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But and, I, you shouldn't do I'll that. Just, just but when it. you're saying about he doesn't talk about politics, he does talk about politics. He, he does. Talks talk about, about, he, OK, he talks about politics in the sense that. Um, you can describe something that has that is significantly impactful on society as p- political. He doesn't comment on party politics, for example. He, yeah, he, d- he doesn't. Sure. He do- like, so he doesn't comment on 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 the most naked form of what we mean politics to be. I agree, it's political. Yeah, but it's so, also yeah, not political but, to go that you agree with that you disagree with Trump because you know. Like, n- n- yeah, who okay. wouldn't? Disagreeing with, saying you disagree with that is not, I mean, I just, it's so, it's like standard. It's become more than, it's, it's like, it's so obvious. But um, I would say I am very sympathetic to the Ricky's opinion on atheism. I just wouldn't shove it down people's throats in the way that he does. And I wouldn't be a hypocrite and say that you can't talk about your God on this stage, but I can talk about being an atheist all of the time in all of my interviews i just i, I just find it boring I, i'd rather someone talk about you know loads and loads of different things than you know knowing you know two things about one thing you know it's yeah. just well, he, it's the same thing that he's talking yeah. about all the time that like, i'm not i'm not i'm not a stand-up comic and i don't ever you know i i don't think i will be but you you want to be one and yeah. you know 
I don't want to be one, but it's just, it's that thing of, you know, one would hope that I would know a bit more than the fucking one thing that I drone on and on about. And he talks about how much he hates Twitter, but half of his routine is about Twitter. Yeah. So get off Twitter then. I know, it's hypocritical. If you hate it that much, get the fuck off it. Yeah, actually, I'm just just come to mind. We won't go through it because it's like you can't really share. You can, but I can't even remember it. But Stuart it's Lee, like, no, but it's that same thing. Let me just finish. Let me just finish. Stuart Lee did a good point about a, a good section about Ricky Gervais, as he always does. But it, it, when we saw him live, it was I good love about being him being yeah. a him being a hypocrite. But um, Ricky, the the way the the thing is right. Ricky's made his atheist name after making a couple of what were genuinely very good and very interesting interviews and speeches about and he did they were but he does i agree with you it's the same thing time and time again he doesn't know nothing about it he does know stuff about it it's just he repeats it ad infinitum you know but maybe that's just because you and i watch everything he's ever done no because when 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 uh life on the road came out i refused to watch it i absolutely yeah, that's true. refused to watch it i did i yeah, but that's I, one thing out of like no, no, but that's a huge fit if you think i don't if you're a fan of the office you, you're gonna tend to watch life on the road but i just i refuse to watch it but yeah, anyway, let's um if you got have you have you got Miles any more points about this particular show? I do, well not about this particular show, but we are kind of wrapping up here and oh my god, we have been droning on for fucking ages. So <laughs> So Gary, um I know we we're, we're going to do our feature now, our XFM in the community. Oh yeah, and, I like. Um, oh yeah, do you, the, uh, I just say, oh, sorry, because you to mention it. I just want to say this. When we have we, to get through this, mate. We I know. I'm sorry. You can cut this out if you want, but no, don't cut this out. When when we did our first attempt at this show, which the audio issues, so we couldn't use it. Mars Mars has done a few features on this show, and they've always been. I've always found them interesting. Apart from one, is a bit of a hard quiz. But anyway, they've they've always been. In, but this feature was like, uh, you did like acronyms. But, yeah. But obviously, the the advantage of not being able to use that audio is we don't have to do that again. So yeah, <laughs> the feature a feature though that I do like is XFM in the community, and that's what I, I want do, you to. Yeah. And I know, Gary, you threw out this question, which I posed to our fans on um on our Twitter page and on my Instagram, which was, if you had to be quarantined with Ricky, Steve, or Carl for three months, who would you pick and why? And f- uh, this is on Twitter. Mr. Dilkenton says, uh, Ricky, because he would probably drink every day. I don't, I don't, is that a good thing? I guess to I, Mr. I Dilkenton. I think that's a good thing. I would yeah. be up drinking every day. You would be, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is I'm from Breachy Rocket. And she, and she says, um, Steve, surely the least annoying, unless he, Unless he wants to keep saying arbitrary, which is true, he I does never, say that word I, a lot. I, I, it never occurred to me, but I, I, he does say arbitrary a lot. I agree, but um, yeah, any, any, I, I like, I like these. Read, read all of these out if you've got a few. And the last one, there's only oh. three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this is from your favourite. Uh, FLJS90. Oh, FLJS90. It's been a while <laughs> since. 
<laughs> and he says, uh, quarantine, tough one. Definitely not Ricky for obvious reasons. Carl can't cook, makes lasagna like a brick. I pick Steve to do Jerry Hallowell's body yoga and keep in shape when not playing Grand Theft Auto 3 or whatever. Yeah. Oh, bless. Thank you, FLJS, for interacting with our show. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you come around for dinner another time. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, oh, no, gen- genuinely, FLJS, thank you. That's an interesting. So basically, Steve, one, Steve, two, two for Steve, one for. I thought we'd have more for Carl. I'd say with Carl. I think he'd be quite chill. I don't think I. I think Carl would be a bit miserable. And Ricky would be a bit full on. I think I'd pick Steve as well, actually. I think Steve would be the right mix of chilled and up for having a drink and a laugh when, you know, when you are, but not all the time like Ricky. And none I don't of know. I think I'd want to laugh all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't. That's the thing. In three months, you wouldn't get so sick. It's like, imagine sharing a prison cell with Ricky. Yeah, no, but there's the thing, like, if I, the thing is, like, because I'm trying to work, and trying to write and trying to podcast there's a lot to do so i'm actually enjoying this quarantine time to to think and to do creative yeah. things but but if i'd ricky there and if i was if i didn't have any other responsibilities if i could just sit around and drink all day every day i'd choose ricky but could i just say i'm surprised because we've just you you've just spent and me the last 20 minutes or so saying how much we don't like Ricky in, in what he does now and who he is now. I'm Yet thinking you, Ricky you, from circa okay, 1998. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to so, 2003. All right. Okay. No, that's fair enough. I, I would, I, I'd choose Steve, I think. I, don't get me wrong. I, if I was with Ricky... For, if I was a bit quarantined for two days, I'd choose Ricky. If I was quarantined yeah. for for for, for a week, I'd choose Carl, and for three months, I'd choose Steve. I think Steve is the most bearable. Like Steve, Steve is probably the most what you would call normal human being, and he's not yeah. that normal in a, in a complimentary way. He's not. It's not good to be normal in every way. But Ricky's not normal. He's a huge comedic talent. He's laughed a lot. He's he's just an incredible force of nature. Whatever you think of him, even now, Carl is this incredible human being, so different to so many people. Steve is a bit weird and quirky, but he he's the most normal. So I think I'd choose Steve. But yeah, yeah, I thought we'd but get you some. Probably music. last longest then, hey? Yeah. Well, how long do you think we? Because oh, we're going to wrap up now. Because I want to go to bed. But how long do you reckon <laughs> we're going to be quarantined for? What, what do you reckon? Because I, I think it's going to be. It, it can't stop soon. It, it will have to go on for probably three months. I think three months, and then see what happens. That's. What can you? I don't, I don't know. No, you don't know. I wasn't asking. By the way, Mars isn't a government minister. I was just asking. No, no, that's that's a legit answer, though, isn't it? Like, it is going to be three months, isn't it? Yeah, well, that I mean, that was my answer as well. Like, that was my answer to my own question. I I guess it because I was thinking, like, let's say there were absolutely no cases, no confirmed cases, and no confirmed deaths of coronavirus. Well, that doesn't matter because in no, no, China, listen, there's no confirmed my, cases. They open the cinema and then close them straight away. Me, let me make my point, and you cut out, cut that bit out because it's irrelevant. Because I'm gonna make that point, and you just you, like 
So let's say there were no new cases for for the next three weeks. Well, you can't end quarantine suddenly because you could you might because you, you've got to say to yourself, well, the reason there's no new cases is because we're having a quarantine. You you can't. Do you know what I mean? It's very very hard to judge. I don't envy the people who have to do it. It's very hard to judge when. Oh, to Bojo. Bojo, your health minister. Anyway, um, what next? Next. The next show might be with Richard Anderson, which won't be a normal show, but the next show we're going to be reviewing is episode 12. Um, this has been a review of episode 11. If you've enjoyed it, if you haven't enjoyed it, if you found it interesting in any slight way or not. We've been yammering on. This is going to be about an hour and a half this episode. Gary, um, before we wrap up, uh, and I'm just going to say that for the first time, classic Rockbusters from Gary Forrester. Are you testing me? Yeah, these are ones that you've done in the past. I want to see if you can get them now in the future or in the present. present, Um, That ocean is full of fruit. MC. Um. You actually came up with this. Yeah, no, 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 I do. I, I know. I always. The thing about the ones I came up with is they were always hard because no, they were hard because the harder ones are more interesting. And the but um, okay, just give me one. Is it a band or an artist? Uh, It's an artist, and she she used to be part of a very famous '90s girl group. Oh, Melanie C. Well done. That was I. Uh, that's a great clue, is it not? Yeah, is it not. Yeah, I've also been posting these out on Twitter. So do if you follow us at Trout underscore D, I do post these out now and again. I think you and me are really big and tough. W band who did a very famous Christmas number one single in the seventies. Oh, they were big wizard. We, yes. wizard, 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 me. And the last I'm one, number proud, three. Proud of myself. I'm proud of yeah, myself. I know you're very good. They are, and also the Twitter, the Twitter Illuminati. They, they love it. Oh, um, do they? You, you never send, send me some feedback from people that. Yeah, love... I will do. Uh, let me do the third one out. Uh, a tree has fallen on that Irish woman. That's uh, this is my favorite. Yeah, no, I know this one's. Oh. Um. Uh. That's not actually the clue, by the way. That's not the clue. What was, it? What was the clue then? That's not the clue at all. Oh. That's, you've ruined it if you put that out. Oh, really? I have never oh, posted. Actually, no. Well, to be fair, there's two clues I did. The first one isn't as good. Actually, I think that, that is Sinead O'Connor. So that, that's, yeah, that's true. But actually, no, you're right. If it's Sinead O'Connor, yeah, that I did do that clue and it's not, it's not good. But I improved it by saying that German man has just saw a tree fall on a woman and it's D.O. And it's a bit of an old artist. It's not a normal artist, but he was a singer. He is a singer. It's Des O'Connor. That's my favourite clue I've ever done. Oh, yeah. Des O'Connor. De- De- Des, o- Des O'Connor. That's so- yeah, but yeah. no, you need to get with the naughty. The naughty. <laughs> you need to get with the 2020s. Yeah. <laughs> what do we... What do we- what do we call the 2020? The 20s, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be the 20s again. The 2020s. 
Just think, right? In the year three thousand, when they live underwater. So, uh, I'm asking three thousand. And your great great great. No, 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 no. Sorry, um, three two thousand one hundred. Not even three thousand. Just yeah. in the year two thousand one hundred. Or 2,110, whatever. This podcast will be number they, 10 in the charts. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 will, they will look back on us. We will be seen as the same that we look back on the 20s now. Like the 20s we see now, that's no, to them. I don't think so. I think everything yeah. now will just be... I think everything from now, people will look back and go, oh, that was just then... I don't understand. I think there's nothing new. They're, not, they're just going to go, that was then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for that. Um, but anyway, I think that they, <laughs> as I say, the, the the technological advances that we will see in the next 80 years is what I'm saying. It will be so, we won't be able to comprehend them. Just like in the 20s, they could not comprehend us Skyping. Good. One or two, next. One or two, next. Um, I want to wrap this up because I'm bored of talking to you, mate. Um, the D Spinners Library is up and operational. We have plenty of songs in there to keep your quarantine uh, going. Um, keep oh, yourself. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't got one. I haven't got one. I just you think. haven't got one. Let me give you a selection. I'm I'm actually going to give you the choice of two songs that I was thinking of. So every every episode, Gary and I like to put a song into our Spotify playlist that we call the D Trout Spinners Library because we don't we we don't want the three non blondes to be in there anymore. We don't want nine catatonia. Goodbye. <laughs> so um, we like to put songs in there. We used to do radio. Uh, we, we're very big fans of music. So we like to you to listen to music that we like to listen to. Uh, can be inspired by the show. Cannot be inspired by the show. This week I am at a loose end because I really wanted to put an Amy Mann Wise Up. But then I listened to uh, um, Shine On by Primal Screen. And I can't quite decide which one I want to put in. But I think in these dark times and this this harsh times, I think we need a bit of positivity. So I'm going to put Primal Scream, Shine On. Yeah, yeah, I, I endorse that view. But I listen, I I could easily come up with one now, but it will be Oasis again. So I don't really want to. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to think of a real gem from Oasis that people people don't know about but talk tonight because it is a brilliant song wonderwall no i'm joking um it's a good song but what's what's a really good feel good song i feel like we've got the moral okay okay okay. um a really good feel feel good there's head shrinker which is a bit but um i can't remember if i put this in before was did i put stay young in yeah okay so i've done that um (laughs) Okay, it's not necessarily a feel-good song, but Head Shrink is a real banging sort of song. So Head Shrink, I'll put in by Head It's going in. That's it. That's that's them onions and that shallot. Can I, I go to bed now? <laughs> you can, <laughs> yeah. I've been Mars Pennell, and you have been... Gary Forrest. Yeah, I don't like saying I've that. really enjoyed this show. It's been long. Could you? How long have we been... Oh, fucking ages. Oh, God. Oh, fucking ages. <laughs> I'm probably going to put out in two parts. Luckily, there's a lot of shit that we spot. <laughs> that we um, and next week, Dicky Anders. Yeah, at some point we will have Dicky Anders between no. now. 
okay, that's not. Uh, we, we at some point we have Dicky Anders. It, it will. I'd say it's eighty-five to ninety percent certain it'll be this Saturday. So I'd probably go out on the Sunday. <laughs> I just can't confirm at it. The, at the at the absolute latest, it'll be the following Saturday. But if <laughs> if we don't get, but hang on, put, put it this way: if we don't, if we happen to have Dicky Anders on this Saturday, we will have a show. It just won't be that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want him to cancel <laughs> people. To, imagine I don't want... we were on like radio. Imagine we were on like radio too, and they go, they go next week, <laughs> Kylie Minogue. Well, well if not okay. next week, might be the week after. But if not, we just get her to call in. All listen, right. Let, listen, I'm gonna. Uh, this is the last thing I'm doing. I'll really finish this episode. I'll explain my reasoning. People, <laughs> if I am putting myself in the position of a listener now, right? If if you say to me as a as a host. Next week, we'll be reviewing episode 12, right? And then it doesn't come out next week. It comes out the following week. Okay, I can live with that. If you say you're interviewing Dickie Anderson and you say it's definitely happening on a particular day... i just like to give you a bit of pressure, mate. No, but just say it probably... Look, we're not... We can't... We don't know about Dickie, what, what, how Dickie will be, but we hopefully will be. Anyway, I don't want to go into it. Dickie Anderson <laughs> will be on the show. I've been Miles Pennell. Uh, you've been Gary Forrestal. Thank, thank you yeah. so much for listening. Please thank do like and subscribe us. Thank yeah. Yeah. Please do like and subscribe us <laughs> on on Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, we are on Twitter at Trout underscore D and on Instagram at Duchess underscore Pernell. That's me. Gary doesn't do social media as a general rule. Other than that, have a lovely rest of your self-isolation and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.